Thank you so much for hanging in there. And everyone else who's been patiently waiting, thank you so much. Um, if you had to leave us, no worries. But uh, you'll, you'll uh, hear from us later on when you're at home sitting on the couch scrolling through Facebook. Um, for sure. We made it. We made it. We are here. See, the things we're, we're learning and getting through in this virtual world, right? It's all fun. It's all fun. All of it. All of it's fun. Um, so uh, if you guys are joining us, if you if you were hanging out, um, we are with uh, Kim Sanchez today. And we're going to talk about what's going on with grants. Yeah, we're going to... Um, kind of check in from a grant writer um, in the field. Uh, I've known Kim for, oh my gosh, five, six years now. And um, yeah, and she's my go-to grant consultant um, whenever I want to know like what's new, what's going on, what's uh, kind of what's, what's just the trend and what's happening in the world of grants. Um, she's the former president of the Grant Professionals Association and currently still a member, and so she'll say more about that. But um, I know since post-COVID, there's just been a lot going on um, funding-wise, and I know grants is that one thing that people are curious about. So, uh, so yeah, so ha thank you for joining us and just having a conversation. Um, why don't you tell everyone about yourself and, uh, and also GPA? Uh Okay, I've been a grant writer for a little more, almost coming up on 10 years now. Um, made a segue out of a, another career into this. I currently work with some clients here in the community in Orange County, but I also work with a couple outside of the state of California. So I'm getting a little bit of a different perspective about COVID outside of our community and then also what's happening here in Orange County. I'm a, oh my gosh, it'll be a 10-year member almost, I think, coming up for Grant Professionals Association. We have a local chapter here in Orange County, and the president is Lauren Peterson. Um, it's where the grant peeps meet. It's where we talk about what's going on and how to do better in our profession and support one another. That's great. That's great. And Grant Professionals Association, you want to maybe give a little... Um, more background because I know some people know about Association for Fundraising Professionals, um, just kind of like the difference and and the, the you know, how you guys identify yourselves specifically. We specifically identify ourselves for those who are in the industry or the sector of writing grants, majority probably for nonprofits, but we do have some for-profit grant writers involved. And it is really a association, a professional association for education and support of the profession. So we support the same thing that AFP does from an ethics standpoint, so does the GPA. But we are really about the grant professional. So if you are a developer, if you're a manager of grants, if you're a funder, that's where we would meet to discuss and gain new knowledge. Great, great. And so you host your, you well, you were, <laughs> but, you know, prior to <laughs> yeah. that, you meet every other month, correct? Get we together. are currently meeting every month until June, and then we'll have a couple months off because that seems to be a little bit of a spicy time for everybody to be writing grants. And then we come yeah. back up in September for another three months. 
at the beginning of November, we have a this year it'll be located in Denver, Colorado. Okay. And then we'll probably do a party. So, and right now we're all online, all on session. Okay. Fun. That's a, well, it's a great group. So if uh, anyone has questions yeah. about it, I'll, I'll make sure to put the website link in the, the post here afterwards. So people appreciate are it. I cool. appreciate it. So tell us, um, what has been going on in the world of grants? I know you were sharing with me you've been on a lot of calls, you've been um, on a lot of webinars and kind of checking in within your own grants world. Um, you know, just give us an overview of what you've been learning. Um, it, we're in a weird space, so that's the first thing. I want to admit to that. Um, we're working during a crisis and some of us have been working from home for quite a while. So we probably have our technology and all that good stuff lined up and all our backups. Um, grant writers tend to be nimble so we can do that. Mm -hmm. But for those who were maybe working in-house and now are working from home, it's a little different. Yeah. Um, a lot of our job is, is managing up and managing sideways to get information and to grasp all that information into one proposal. So that's going to be a little bit different now. You're going to need to be strategic and nimble. And what I'm learning right now is that everybody, there's a, there's a group, a faction that's kind of fallen back on their heels and like, I don't know what to do and I'm in a panic and blah, blah, blah. And then there's another faction that's, kind of like keeping it alive uh, and focused and motivated and that's the interesting that's the interesting conversation is what are you going to do right now to get yourself past the next 30 days and then after that 30 days the next 90 days to the six months um a lot of a lot of my peers are talking very common sense about um, partnering and collaborating with others to stay relevant and to stay focused and to also engage engage our engage our community engage others engage our funders because think about it our funders are just as probably as stressed as we are. <laughs> so that's what I'm learning that and a lot of self-care <laughs> yeah and a sense of humor oh yes <laughs> we, we need that <laughs> yeah need that today yeah and so what are some of the um concerns that you're hearing uh in the grant space I've heard um, some of my clients and my peers are hearing things like, well, I'm just going to take my current funding that I received and I'm pretty sure they'll be okay with me moving it from program or project to general ops. And I really want to caution people there that you really need to have a conversation with whomever that grant maker was who made that grant to you. Yes. and find out if that's allowable and how they would like to structure that and communicate with them. Lean in, have a conversation. This is a relationship that you have and be fair to them. Um, 
I, I'm hearing a lot of grant makers being very empathetic about what's going on with COVID and how they can help the community. But they too have people in-house that they have to care for as well, right? Right. They have employees. Yes. Um, I think we're all on new territory and we just need to engage one another, have some communications. Um, if you don't get a call back right away, don't panic. They're probably extraordinarily busy, just like yeah. you are. Um, <laughs> yes. And have faith. Have a little faith. Yes, that's a very good point. Uh, I was on a call this morning, uh, one OCs meet the funder, and we had myself and a corporation, and then Taryn from OC Grantmakers, and yeah, it was all what you just said. We, uh, you know, we represent corporations and the families, and there's only so much they share with us because there's bigger conversations that are happening right now, given that it's just been three weeks since. Right. The stay at home order and every day there's new information coming out. So um, there's so much we can share and then there's so much yeah. we can um, uh, communicate right uh, before we right. hear from our exactly. directors and our executive directors are waiting for, you know, for the ownership or waiting for the family, you know, to uh, assess, right, assess everything before right. making decisions. So yeah, it's definitely um, emails are good and, and, you know, catch ups and telling us what you're doing. Um, but if you make an ask right now, uh, you know, don't expect the answer you want, not because we don't want to, but just because we're waiting, you know, we're waiting right. for a certain thing. Right. It's not that you can't, I would think, and, and you can answer this maybe a little bit better, Vic, but I would think that engaging in this conversation of maybe what can I do for you, grant maker or funder? What are you hearing? Um, where can I, you know, where where can our organization step in and help? I've seen a lot of great things happen over the last three weeks with our sector, especially locally. Other organizations pitching in with other organizations with for-profit people going to work and helping nonprofits. This is. This is probably as altruistic of a time that I've ever seen in the sector. Yeah, yeah no, it's definitely, definitely a time to sit back and think, how can you engage with your grantor or your funder, mm -hmm. um, whether it's through just asking for guidance or a connection or even to brainstorm. That's a lot of exactly. what I've been that's a lot of what I've been doing with our grantees and the nonprofits that we work with is use me as a brain, use me as, you know, a whiteboard or, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. happy, happy to uh, do what I can to think, help you think outside the box. Right. I love, love doing those things. So I think that's a great, great suggestion. Yeah. I think that's a big part of it right now. Um, I have a couple clients currently that are shuttered um, because both of them were in schools, uh, one huh? here in California and another in Texas. Um, they want to, sure, they, they want to get back in and do, the, get, and do what they do best, but they also know that a lot of the parents are at home teaching what they were doing in the schools. Yeah. So now they're, they're stepping outside of their, I guess you would say, comfort zone and going, well, how can we help these guys? How can we help these parents teach 
um, STEM or engage their, their kids at home on STEM. Um, and I applaud them. I like that they're trying to step out of their box and do something. Um, this is how we're going to get through this. This is how we'll get to the other side. Yeah. I think. So then engaging with your grantor is then saying, hey, remember how, you know, we got money to do this? Well, we're still doing it, but we're flipping it. Where we used to go in those schools and do it, now we're doing it on YouTube. Or exactly. Yeah, right. Exactly. We're doing it over here. Now, we're, you know, that's what, Tony. We had Tony on a couple days ago, and that's exactly what mm -hmm. they're doing. You know, like, how can we still serve the kids that we got to see every day? Um, and still be a part of their lives. And now you're getting to be a part of the parents' lives because yeah. they're going to have a new appreciation for hopefully all of us as nonprofits because I hope so. they're going to realize, oh, I didn't know I didn't know it was a nonprofit doing PE or I didn't know it was a nonprofit doing after school um, because they just dropped the, you know, some of our families just, drop the kids off and they just say, you know, thank you to the schools and the schools in their right, you know, deserve a lot of things. Um, but nonprofits are helping, helping them go as well. So. Yeah. The other thing I'm hearing. Yeah. And the other thing I'm hearing a lot of um, is, well, you know, gosh, Kim, they're, they're only focusing on basic needs right now. And if you've ever been through a disaster cycle in philanthropy, you'll note that that's kind of how it starts. Is yeah. you know we need to take care of all the basic needs of all the community members, and then once we get a handle on that, then the next step will be looking at how do we handle other situations and other things. So, yeah. you know, to my grant peers, don't fret. This is a good time to get planning. This is a good time to sit down with your orgs and say, okay, how are we gonna, what are we gonna look like in 30 days? What are we gonna look like in 60 to 90 days? Little chunks, little itty bitty chunks. Um, because I think it's a little overwhelming if you go, oh, let's plan out the rest of the year. We don't know what's gonna go on. So I think that's another thing I'm hearing too is, you need to you need to have a plan. You need to start somewhere and yeah. feel a little bit more. And those plans can actually control um, either the frustration level or just the, you know, the uh, anxiety, I guess, is the word of, okay, what's happening yeah. next? What's going on? Yeah. Um, so I like how you said the things you can do now. So the things you can do now, you know, reach out to the funder or grantor and just let them know what you are doing, right? Versus right. You know, making that ask first. Um, think about where your organization is going to be a week from now, two weeks from now, a month from now, right? Taking it um, day, you know, week by week. And then earlier, you mentioned this, and Tony mentioned this um, as well when I spoke with him. Is coming to your? It could be the funder, but it you you said it. The funder, Tony, actually said it to their client. Is Here's what we can do versus I think as nonprofits, we're so um, programmed to go in of what do you want or what do you need right. or, yeah. what, you know, what, what can we do? And now mm -hmm. it's flipped as a nonprofit. You got to go to them and say, here's what we got or yep. here's, here's what we're working on. Um, you know, if we're not on the right track, 
tell us, but they don't know. They they very well in their mind, you know, don't know if if, if it's going to work, it's not going to work. We're all in new territory that I think yeah. right now the schools, your clients, your your con people you contract with, they're just like, we'll take whatever you got because yeah. It, it's back to being visible and active as possible in your mission. Really mm -hmm. taking a look at it and following through. And I'm I'm not surprised, but I think we all will be surprised after this is all said and done, after we've gone through. It'll be a new reality, and we might see some new ways of doing some of our programming or doing some of the things that we do in grant proposal writing or whatever. You know, we might yeah. get a new slice of a new world. Um, right. And I can only be helpful. And, I, and for those of you out there that are writing grants and maybe feel a frustration, I know I had someone call me recently that was very confused and concerned that a funder had sent them a, an email about general ops being invitation only. Um, and they felt that that was very frustrating. I said, but again, let's, let's put our hat on and be a funder. They're going to get a lot of call for that. So they're just trying to control the volume a little bit for themselves right. Um, right. with, with the resources that they have currently. I mean, right. I'm sure they're working from home too. Right. Yeah. We, yep. As we all are, we're all trying to manage yeah. business and day to day from the luxury of our own home. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Notice the luxury in the dartboard. <laughs> somebody actually, That's when I get really frustrated. <laughs> you know what? So somebody actually commented, it's probably the pure game team um, wanted to let you know that they love your dartboard. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, there are days. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm getting really good. <laughs> I'm thinking about there's a Newport Beach pub, pub that does dart. So yeah, maybe when it reopens, I'll go down and bring it on. <laughs> we're all we're all gonna get really good at our our uh, our our in home stuff. Oh yeah, right? we're all gonna. Oh yeah. Out. Well, I told my husband, I'm like, don't we have a Wii laying around here somewhere? Remember Wii games, yep. right? The I loved Wii. I was so fun. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I'm doing a lot of dancing. Um, sometimes I just get up and I, I got prints on really loud. You know, I'm doing it. I'm doing whatever it can take to either make me laugh, breathe, exercise, yeah. or just get out of myself for a little bit. There was a couple weeks ago where I got to Friday and I thought, and it was a different kind of Friday. It was like, whew, I made yeah. it. Like I slid across the base. Um, today, I feel a little bit better. I feel like yeah. we're, even though we're all socked in, it's like a little more control in the environment. So, right, right, yeah. Um, I do so, want to tell folks, if you need, I'm sure you all know this, but if you want to know some of the uh, free COVID-19 prospect research for yourself, you know that Grant Station, Instrumentals, Handed, SoCal Grant Makers, they all have pages that are free right now and they're all posting up on it what's available in the community. So please go there and take advantage of that and see what might work and fit for your organizations. So are you saying 
free resources and free info on the site or actually also offering their, their tool for free as well? Actually, it's just free information and resources. So like all the grants that are being offered by various community foundations or family foundations or whomever. Okay. So, so they're all up there. You can link them. You can go check them out and see what their priorities are. Okay. Some of them are funding right now. Like I said, some of them are funding basic needs, but that'll change. It'll evolve. So if I go, so if I go to foundation directory, grant space, those ones you mentioned, Mm -hmm. they i don't have to have an account to know about the covid grant no. opportunity no it's right on it's right on their front page and it oh. says uh covid 19 funding like grant stations it's a button right at the top of the middle of the page and you can just go right there and look okay awesome. you, you're gonna have to do a little bit of uh slicing and dicing because yeah. it's a large list uh yeah. so you'll have to narrow it geographically but at least it gets you a point of a start. Yeah, so say more about that, Kim. How in searching for these grants, any is there any specific new techniques that you've had to, that you've learned through um, searching for the COVID-19 type grants? Uh, like you said, go by geographic location, go by, is there, are there breaking them down by specific types of needs? Like what are you learning about these yes. types of grants? Yes. There's right now this first wave that I'm seeing, like I said, is very much focused on basic needs. So we're looking at things like uh, food pantry, homeless support, a lot of medical support and medical research. Okay. All of those types of areas are really like key to them right now. Um, and then you've got the CARES Act, and I'm sure everyone is well-versed on CARES at this point. If you aren't, here's a, here's a yeah. flag. Um, you can go to the, uh, let's see, I think the first place that I would go right now is SBA's website. They have a big button right there that you can push, and it has a nice little PDF download of what you need. To participate in that if you're a consultant sole proprietor you're you have funds available through the triple p that's out there which mm -hmm. is like what do they call it the paycheck protection act is yes. available um all of those items are there for you the it's not a grant writing uh per se task it's more of a go to your lender who's an sba lender approved and they will help you process the application. It's like a loan application. And basically, all goes well, it'll turn out to be a general ops grant. Right? Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So SBA, I've also been told another website to check out is the Small Business Majority, which is yes. on the state level. And yes. um, they have a lot of how-tos and nitty-gritties um, from, from the state side. So definitely check right. out small business majority. They're not out there as much because they just, they're, they don't market themselves yeah. as well yeah. because everyone, everyone knows local SBA, but there's also a small business majority uh, that you want to check right. out. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. So, you know, filter geography, filter types of basic needs. What if you're a nonprofit that needs the basic needs? Like, you need the medical supplies or you need the food. Um, any 
any any advice? There's some there's some family foundations and some other funders that are stepping up right now to try to help folks on that. Um, and I can't think of any offhand. Sorry, I just froze on that. But if you do go to one of the sites like Instrumental or Grant Station or Candid, you can actually geographically um, focus your prospect research down into those areas, such as first aid or medical or food or something to that nature. Um, remember, this is a pandemic, and we're at what we call the upslide of the mountain. Right. So right. a lot of the funding is being focused on medical yeah. and getting through this part. So it's kind of like we have to make our part, um, I don't want to say second, but we need to be empathetic that we need to get through this part, and then once we go on the other side, yeah. we'll be good. I will tell you, I am talking to... Uh, grant pros across the country they're still submitting grants for their education or their after school yeah. programs or whatever um, because their philosophy is this is going to you know when we're back in session in September we're going to need this we're going to be back in we did talk a lot recently about writing the risk part of a grant proposal yeah. how are you some proposals will ask you you know, if a challenge happens, how will your organization come to fix that challenge to, yeah. to make the program or project work? And right. we're all trying to rethink that now. How, how do you talk about COVID yeah. in a grant? Oh, that's a good point. So you're seeing already funders, yes. grantors ask if, like, almost like if this happens again, how are you prepared for it? Right. What risk or challenge would cause your program to be stopped or altered? And if so, what would be your plan? So yeah. that's kind of where I, I really want everybody in the grants profession right now to focus is what is your plan? What's your 30-day plan? What are you, what are you thinking about? Um, yeah. little, little chomps. Don't go crazy. Just oh, little chomps. So then if you are sitting back right now, not doing anything because in your mind, oh, I'll just wait till this, wait till this goes away. We're back to normal. Um, <laughs> you're hurting yourself for future grants is what I'm hearing because future yeah. grants are already asking if you can't yeah. operate it the way you have been, how do you, what means do you have to adjust? And if you can't yeah. answer that, then that's going to hurt you. There's always a some type of risk, not all, but a lot of a lot of grant makers put what they call a risk clause in there. Share with me how best you can overcome any risk. Um, you know, in Southern California last year, it would have been how can you overcome the fires or an earthquake, um, something like that. I mean, you're thinking yeah. about there could be a disaster. What's your plan? What's your plans to get out of this? And how are you going to react as an organization? That takes some thought, takes some focus, yeah. right? So, no. no, it's a good point, and I think it's it's good to think about that now because if you are one of those nonprofits right now, thinking, oh, when we go back to normal, it's no, there's no normal um, because, like no. you said, it'll be like, a new. You're gonna have to answer. Don't you it's think probably, it'll be new? Oh, I think 100%. Everything will be new. It's yeah. it's changing as we speak. Um, uh, nonprofits yeah. are re rethinking how they work with um, 
their clients, work with the community and breaking boundaries, right? Going beyond their geographic location because now they're online. Yeah. Um, so no, I think it's, I think it's great, but I, I did not think about that until you brought it up that this is changing the grant criteria for future. Yeah. So if you are sitting back waiting for it to go back to normal, you're going to have to answer this question. And if you can't answer it, it's going to hurt you. Something to think about. Not yeah. every funder has it, but I'll, I'm wondering after this, won't they? Won't, yeah. won't every funder after this, it's, this time in it's almost, um, it's kind of in line with sustainability, right? It is. It is. <laughs> how are You're you right. going to be able to sustain your program if you can't do it in person? <laughs> I mean, no yeah. one would ever think to ask that. Um, but yeah. now we are in the life of COVID. Or as uh, one, I was talking with one ED, he said, uh, we are now in Generation C. No, it's generation COVID. It's, there's no more gen, like we're all doing, we're all going through the exact same things right now. We're all on this world together. It doesn't matter what your generation is. Yeah. Um, it's all about getting through this moment yeah. by moment. Um, yeah. It doesn't matter. We need yeah. to help one another. We need to help each other in, in our sector, in our communities. Um, there's, I've had some folks come to me recently and ask questions and they're like, I can't pay you, Kim. And I said, you know what? I don't care. I'm here to help you because you're part of my community and I want you to make it through this. Let's see what we can do. Um, my husband works for a nonprofit. They too are struggling. Um, mm -hmm. I, I have empathy for that. You know, I, as we're, you know, he works with animals, but they still have to feed the animals. So. Yeah and take care of the animals. It's a different basic need. Right. Um, so no, I think you're right. I think it, it, this in time will change us, maybe change us for the better. We're actually in the grants world, you know, we've gone what 78, 80% of that, the proposal applications are now online. Um, mm. Yeah. And so I think they're gonna start tracking some of those numbers and seeing how that comes to play. And, you know, I've, I, I submitted a federal grant a couple days ago and that was a, a kind of a nightmare because the, mm -hmm. the federal side kind of shut down for a little bit. Right. So it was, I'm like, oh, I got a question. And all you yeah. can hear was crickets. So. Yeah. So what about um, current grants then? Are you seeing like current grants you were working on? Have they closed? Are they still going? Like, what's the world of like, you know, grants that were open before all this and now? So that's kind of a, for lack of a better word, that's kind of a crapshoot. You need to communicate or go check in in their website and see if anything's been posted. The ones that I've been working on, what they did is they kept the focus, but they may have opened it up a little bit. Okay. So they might have said, okay, our focus at the, at the initial onset of this proposal was volunteerism in the community, and now we're going to open it up to volunteerism for everyone and also basic needs or COVID okay. or whatever. So you need to go and check things out. Um, some family funders are being very, very 
not cautious, but I think they're trying to figure out where they're best suited. I did see one in another state, not here in Orange County, California, but that they offered the grant for COVID-19 if you'd been affected as an organization by COVID-19. And they it was a pretty long, extensive grant application and the check wasn't gonna be awarded until, I think they said end of October. So it's what you're doing now, and then you would get the funding in October. So a couple okay. of us were like, oh, okay. That might, I might write you something that is effective now in April. Yeah. That might not be anywhere near what we're doing in October. Because yeah. that will have changed. Same right. thing, I have, some, I have some peers that are writing uh, or had written gala applications okay. for event funding. And... Obviously, no one's having a gala currently. Uh, a couple of them restructured and are doing virtual galas, which is really cool. Like it a lot. Um, but some didn't have that knowledge to do that at that point. So they had to go and have conversations with funders to ask, would you be willing to donate the funds to the organization that you actually donated to the gala? So, okay. So bottom you know, line... Have a conversation with them. Be open and honest about your situation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Any, are you seeing um, in the COVID grants or even new grants coming out, any new partnership requirements? Funny you should ask. Yes, I am seeing some of those. Um, I'm seeing a lot more distinctive language about partnering and collaboration. Okay. Um, they're not necessarily saying I want you to go over to X, but mm -hmm. they are writing more language towards the proposal will be seen in a better light should we see uh, greater collaboration, both in the nonprofit and in the for-profit area. So that's kind of interesting. And I think you're going to see more of that. Um, I, I mean, I hate to be like the naysayer. I just had a conversation with a friend of mine this morning and I said, you know, partnership sometimes can be a negative word in an organization because they feel yeah. committed to their mission and it's very uncomfortable. But I want to encourage the organizations out there. There are, there are great organizations that would be a compliment to another organization. Yeah. You just need to have a very truthful conversation with one another. Yeah. Build, build your MOUs around it. This is no time to be, it's all mine. It's more of a time to open your hands and say, hey, I have something. You have something. Let's do this together. We can make a huge difference, whatever it is, in the community. That's good. Okay, now I'll get off my soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> so then any, um, any other advice then for nonprofits right now that are um, heavily grant-funded, waiting for waiting for grants to come you know what 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 advice do you give to nonprofits right now that are worried about the great I think world? I, I first of all I'm I want them to look at a clear-cut strategy that they can kind of put together for themselves as if you're heavily funded in grants you're going to need to look at some other ways of being funded okay right. um that's not a good that's not good pre-pandemic and it's not good mm -hmm. post-pandemic. You need to have 
you need to have some diversity in your funding stream. Um, that said, I'm going to say go back to planning. Go back and talk to your group inside and really have an honest conversation with yourself. And know what your financials say to you right now and where you will be. You know, there's a lot of help being extended through the CARES Act and other things that are coming out. This could help you go forward, but you really need to have a plan. And that I'm going to stick to that. You really need to be honest with yourself. Great. Great. Well, thank you, Kim. Anything else? Thank you. No, have fun too, though, okay? Come play. Of course. <laughs> of course. Yes, always have All fun. Right. All right. Well, thanks, then, I think that's it. No, thank you. This was really good. Um, thanks for everyone who, who was watching us live and anyone who's going to be watching later. Um, you know, if you have questions, feel free to, you know, put them in the comment box and I'll filter them. And, you know, if Kim's able to chime in, she's in the group as well. So, uh, yes. you know, happy, uh, happy to have this community and people like yourself to kind of just share real life, you know, what's going on in present time. I think everyone, because we're so day to day, things changing it's yeah. kind of nice to have the take a breath yeah take yeah. a breath everybody take a breath <laughs> all right kim well thank you so much and i'll talk to you soon all right thanks <laughs>